Let's start with the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road facing the Indianapolis Colts, where we know how this one plays out. You're at home in this series. You win the game. I actually thought the Jags were going to buck that trend. I thought the Jags would win this one. The Colts are a weird team. Very. You know who number one in the NFL is in overall completions this season? Is it Indy? It's Matt Ryan. He has the most completed passes in the league. Who the hell would have thought that? 42 completions this week. He threw three touchdown passes. He was fantasy relevant. And they close out the Jags with an Alec Pierce touchdown at the end of the game. The Jags just, eh, I don't know. I was sort of hoping they'd win just so they could get off the schneid so they could go back to losing when my Giants come to town next week. So I'm a little concerned about that. I mean, my takeaway is home team wins that matchup always. And then Deion Jackson, awesome fantasy spot start if you were able to catch that. He was 20-something points. He caught 10 balls, but he's hurt already. One of the top guys, Travis Etienne, looked pretty good if you've got him. But, yeah, my biggest takeaway really doesn't have anything to do with the Jags because the Jags have been the same team for the last couple of weeks. It's what do we do with the Indianapolis Colts because it looks like they're here to stay, but I can't quite put my finger on them. The Minnesota Vikings in Miami taking on the Miami Dolphins. And, uh, well, my biggest takeaway is this game went pretty much exactly the way I thought it would. Minnesota, at one point, just the the Dolphins' defense, it was kind of bend but don't break, and they broke. And that's what I figured would happen. Justin Jefferson got loose. Dalvin Cook got loose. The Dolphins still had a chance to win the game at the end. Jalen Waddle fumbles the, the game away. Cannot wait for Tua to get back. It feels like it'll set everything right. Oh, Tua is the glue. He can't come back soon enough. Uh, that does make that Sunday night football matchup against the Steelers having come on, Pittsburgh coming off that win against the Bucks. Tua's return. I'm a little bit more intrigued than I was uh, a week ago Definitely. thinking about that matchup. Yeah, the defense did all they could, but they just couldn't generate any offense. I took the Dolphins live in that game, hoping that they'd come around because I just have this weird vendetta with Minnesota, but. Uh, yeah, as long as Kirk's not in prime time, they're a team that can get get it done. Yeah, one o'clock. Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. Steelers beat the Bucks twenty to eighteen. Pretty simple one for me here. This was the ugliest loss for any team that's supposed to be good throughout the year so far, and probably will be when we look back on it at the end of the year. This was a an atrocious loss. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, there's no other way to spin it. I mean, Tom's going to craft weddings, yelling at his line. It's like a weird spectacle with that. They haven't found balance. It's really just Tom dropping back. They haven't been able to get anything going on the ground. 20-18. to 18. I mean, the Bucks need to score more points. That's, that's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts, and they just don't feel like they have that second gear that they can get into. The Atlanta Falcons beat the San Francisco 49ers 28-14. to It was 14 all at the uh, near the halfway point, and then the, um, and then the Atlanta Falcons pulled away there at the end. They scored a touchdown there in the third quarter that put them up 28-14, to but either way, once you saw the Falcons roll out in their home field with those red throwback helmets, Tough. you knew it was over. That was one of those situations where it was just the uniform kind of took care of the process of winning the game. I mean, definitely tough uniforms. They just traded one of their best defensive players to the Browns for a late-round pick. So it's like, wait, what are the Falcons up to? But it's always Arthur Smith ball. So it's like no matter what happens, they're going to scheme the way they scheme and cover all spreads because they continue to do that. So I guess... 6-0 against the spread this year. I guess I don't know. Like, is they're the Atlanta spread covers, and that's it. The Atlanta spread covers. That's a great name. 
And they go up against the Bengals this weekend, and they're underdogs again. Six-point underdogs. Wow. So go ahead and just go ahead and fire away on the Atlanta Falcons. Where is that game? That one's in Cincinnati. Okay, a little bit tougher, and the trend has to end at some point. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to touch an Atlanta Falcon game. Uh, luckily, that one was on the locks list. I think that's a really tough matchup for the San Francisco 49ers dealing with Mariota and the, that sort of zone run scheme with the quarterback involved. What the 49ers want to do, and, and it doesn't help that they weren't completely healthy, is they want your quarterback to drop back in the pocket, and then they collapse the pocket. Yes. With Marcus Mariota, he's out here running the college offense. It was a really tough matchup for the 49ers, one that they probably won't have to worry about once they get to the playoffs. Well, they got Patrick Mahomes next week, so that's going to be very interesting. And, yeah, Mariota, good fit in Atlanta. He's finally found a nice little home there. It is weird if the 49ers lose next weekend, which, I mean, of course they could. They're going up against the Chiefs. They'll be 3-4, and and that looks like one of the best teams in the NFL. That NFC West is all grouped together. Crazy. The Patriots. Seahawks. The Patriots, they might win it. The Patriots uh, beat the Browns 38-15. to Bailey Zappi's here to stay. I think he might actually edge Mac Jones out for his job. 309 passing yards, two touchdowns. He's in complete control of this offense. This is why we watch these certain storylines that unfold. And, yeah, he's playing Bill Belichick football. He's doing exactly what they need him to do, and it doesn't hurt when you throw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Ramondre Stevenson is establishing himself, and that defense is establishing an identity. Bill Belichick hit a milestone yesterday with that win. I can't remember what the number was. Did you see but, that clip of the uh, special teams players trying to hand Bill Belichick the ball? That's what I was getting Bill's at. Bill was kind of like, what, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> what, do you put this somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Jets win 27-10 in Green Bay. I mean, I yes. thought they'd cover the spread. I didn't think they'd blow out Green Bay. Real problems there with the Packers. But my take isn't about Green Bay. This Jets team is exciting and it's possible that the jets are this year's Bengals. well i mean the first of all the packers are mid let's let's just establish I think less that. than i think yeah. you're complimentary calling them mid yeah i mean mid usually means mediocre and like they, yeah, but i'm saying they're worse than that worse than mediocre yeah. i mean mediocre is not great for an aaron Rodgers led <laughs> team coached by matt lafleur and they're like a first round by team many how can times, this team but... not run they have aaron jones and, and aj Dillon. they can't run the football they had 60 yards combined because nobody's really afraid of their aerial attack i mean bobby tanyan caught 10 balls yesterday but like there's no over-the-top threat Dobbs is too inconsistent. And everybody else, like Randall Cobb, has been around a long time. Lazard's okay. The defense is on the field most of the game. But as for the Jets, that young, fun nucleus, I mean, it, it could be one of my favorite in football. If Zach Wilson ever becomes, you know, next step worthy, then we're talking about something real brewing over there. The, the Jets are road warriors. They're 3-0 and on the road this year. The Bengals, 30 30- Saints 26, and it was all Saints early on in this game, but this is the first game this year where I saw Joe Burrow and that offense feel like the team I saw last year. The swagger was back. I think playing in the Superdome had a legit impact on Joe Burrow. He looked like that guy. Right, he's rocking the Jamar Chase uh, National Championship jersey to the field that looked dirty still. You know, that's how you know it was authentic and game-worn. So why I didn't fire on Burrow and Chase props, I'm still uh, shaking my head about it because I was talking about it during the game that I can picture those guys going off and I'm going to take the Bengals live because of it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. How much did that have to do with a Saints defense, which was supposed to be the identity of their team with Dennis Allen? They've been getting gashed by everybody.
One take per game continues with the New York football Giants 24, the Baltimore Ravens 20. It was a big-time closeout at the end of this game with the Giants coming out on top. This team is gritty. They grind out wins, and they are not going to lay down for anybody. This is one of the toughest, best coach teams that I watch week to week. I'm really impressed with what they're doing. Uh, Brian Dayball and Wink Martindale, I just can't speak highly of them. Uh, I can't speak enough about them. Like, I want statues put up. Um, the heroes of mine. They play hard. The defense do do does have some good players yeah. on it. That D line's tough. Uh, cornerback worries me at times, but they've just played good team football. Saquon's doing things. They have no names at wideout, but producing. Daniel Bellinger is a nice rookie tight end. He's been real clutch this year. Dan has been big on third downs. And then the Ravens, like they keep blowing games late. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a habit for that team. The only thing better as a fan than having the team with all of the stars on it is having the team with none of the stars and your team wins. That's sort of Scheme. there's just something special about that as a fan. So I'm sure you're enjoying that quite a bit. Well, especially being that I rooted for a team with Odell, Saquon, and Eli. It yeah. was like too top heavy and too dysfunctional, poorly coached, no plan. Now they're doing it pure scheme, and it's uh, an identity of football I love. The Rams win 24-10 to over the Carolina Panthers. I don't really know how you can have a take on this game. The Carolina Panthers are just the worst team in football right now. Maybe That's that... the take. Oh, okay, there you go. We'll move on. <laughs> Seahawks 19, Cardinals 9. I like I like the way that Seattle won this game. I hate it for my fantasy team because I started Geno Smith across the board this week, but... This team has now proven that they don't just win in shootouts. They can win a defensive battle. 19-9 to means that Seattle might be here to stay because they can score with you, and now they've shown they can stop you. A mature win and doing it in front of the 12s, and the Cardinals are totally weird, so I don't want to give the Seahawks too much credit, but they did what they needed to do against a Cardinals team that just seems like they're, even when the games they've won, they're shooting themselves in the foot. They find a way to miraculously win late. But, uh, yeah, the Cardinals, I'd probably power rank them near the bottom in the NFC West. The Seahawks are live. Seahawks, six-and-a-half-point underdogs against the L.A. Chargers next week. Already took it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the, maybe. Uh, the Bills beat the Chiefs 24-20. to We've given a lot of takes on this game. Just... Uh, I cannot wait to watch this again. I hope this is the AFC Championship game if my Dolphins aren't in it. I mean, I'm always here for mayhem, so in some ways I'm hoping both teams get eliminated before the championship game. I want to see these two play each other. This is Brady Mahomes. or the, I'm sorry, this is this is Brady Manning. This is our newest version of it, where we're, we're going to get it frequently enough to where we're going to start putting numbers next to it, but not so frequently that we get sick of it. But every time these two teams play, it just feels like an epic. I want more. That's the take. Say no more. That's perfectly said. Cowboys-Eagles, Sunday night football. The Eagles win 26-17. to I told you the bubble would burst at some point with this Dallas Cowboys team. It has burst. They're still decent. But the Philadelphia Eagles are, without a doubt, the team to beat in the NFC. Yep, you already said it. Yeah, there we <laughs> I go. mean, Cooper Rush era done. The Eagles, I'm waiting for their first sign of adversity. They're scary. They're scary right now. We zone out after this.